1: Girl, stop playing. Dude. Welcome back to another episode of the Girl Stop Playing podcast. It's your favorite homegirl, Coryell, here to encourage you to stop playing with your potential and start working for what you want in life and in love. You know that I believe you can have it all. You can make the money and you can get the honey as long as you are willing to work. And listen, ladies, for my single ladies who out here trying to get this honey, y'all going to want to stay tuned because we got quite the guest in the studio for y'all today but before I introduce y'all to the man of the hour I gotta introduce y'all to my new card game it's called pool yo card add a little spice a little sizzle to your next girls night game night vacation vacation girls trip family reunion kickback however you get down. Toyocard.com is where you can grab a deck. There are five fun fun-filled party games inside of the uh deck and we're going to get into it. We're going to play a little game at the end of the show, okay? But before we do that, we going we're not having a serious conversation today, except it might be I don't know. It might be a little spicy. Um cuz today we got Mr. Lego in the building, y'all. Mr. Lego is in the building. He's an emotional attachment coach it sounds real serious okay he's an emotional attachment coach who has been coaching women for over five years his motto is check this out y'all your problem isn't what's in front of you meaning your present life the actual problem is what's behind you meaning your childhood trauma that you've been running from and trying to forget. So I may have spoke too soon. It might get a little deep. It might be a little serious. But welcome to the show, Mr. Let Go.
2: What's going on, Coriel? Thank you so much for having me.
1: Listen, I was scared to have you. Can I be honest? <laughs> <laughs> Can we be honest? Because I was like, oh, I didn't see one too many viral clip. And you be saying some crazy stuff. And I have said time and time again on this show, don't cancel your girl. So I would just give a little disclaimer. The views, what they be saying, the views shared on this episode are not representative (laughs) of the host, okay? Your girl is innocent. I'm just asking the questions. My first question, though. Mm -hmm. Mr. Let Go, what does that mean?
2: Well, Mr. Let Go is something that I think is important for, us all to be able to embody when it comes to who we are as a person okay like you can be mrs something Uh you know what i'm saying so with me i believe in letting go we only have two hands right and we're always trying to accumulate new things or meet new people Mm -hmm. but we end up with all of this baggage that we're holding in our hands and you can't just You know, just go get more things without letting some things go. Facts. So I believe in subtraction instead of addition. We just always want more money, more this and more that. But we got all of this other stuff going on that we either need to uh, cultivate or either drop. Mm-hmm. So that's what the whole Mister Let Go thing comes from.
1: Okay, so it's part of like your philosophy yeah, and, and philosophy. being able to let things go. Okay, yeah. so t- tell me what an emotional attachment
2: coach is. Okay, there's uh, four emotional attachment styles, mm-hmm. attachment styles. So you have um, you have anxious, you have avoidant, you have disorganized, and you have secure. Okay. So I just in everything that I've been uh, learning and everything. The number one thing that we have a problem with comes from our, one, our childhood, you know, traumatic upbringing. But to name what is wrong with us due to our childhood upbringing is one of these attachment styles. Okay. So I help people understand what their dysfunctional attachment style is and how to change their dysfunctional attachment style to the one functional attachment style, which is secure.
1: So everybody has an attachment style, but not everyone has a dysfunctional one. Like, are there people who just have a secure attachment style based on them having, like, a happy, loving, emotionally balanced home? Yeah. Because it comes from childhood,
2: right? Yeah. I've been able to prove to myself because, you know, I'm not just going to jump up and say I'm this and I'm per- perfect, but I do have a secure attachment style.
1: Did somebody else tell you that, or you diagnosed yourself?
2: A therapist, uh-huh. and I've talked to different people. I've talked to neurologists, and not... Like they're checking my brain, but hung out with Based on yeah. And just you know just talking to them or whatever, and just getting a getting a very good understanding of what I'm learning versus what's actually going on out in a field of you know because I I look at everything not psychological mm-hmm. not not psychological but biological okay you know what I'm saying got you
1: so what's your relationship status
2: I am in a relationship really mm-hmm. I just knew he was gonna say he's
1: single. So before you got into this relationship, Mm
2: -hmm. when you were dating. It's rocky, but I'm in a relationship.
1: (laughs) Ma'am, now (laughs) ma'am, you know what you got. You know what, lady, you know what you got. So I'm not even gonna apologize for him saying that. When you were dating, Mm -hmm. when I, let me say this. When I was dating, one of the questions that I would always ask, and I feel like most women ask this question, Mm -hmm. is like about the height thing. Cause you sat down here and you was like you wanted to feel tall, which sparked Mm -hmm. something in my mind and made me ask you how tall you were. Mm -hmm. What did you say? 5'9", 5'10". Ladies, let me give y'all a little piece of advice. Let me give y'all a little piece, put the camera (laughs) on me right here. Let me give y'all a little piece of advice, ladies. If a man tells you, if you on these date naps, And a man tells you, you ain't never seen him in real life before. He tells you he's 5'9". The man is lying. He is lying to you. He's a good 5'7". Okay? (laughs) A good 5'7 on a good day with some Tims on. I'm telling you right now. I have literally had someone do this. I know. Because I had somebody tell me they was 5'9". Knowing I'm going to see them. Mm -hmm. Knowing I'm going to see you. Show up in real life and he was shorter than me and I'm 5'5 on a good day. So why do y'all lie like that? Because well, five seconds later, y'all, he said, I'm like 5'10", which proved my point that you was lying about being 5'9".
2: Well, well y'all, y'all be wearing wigs, and I don't want to, I, I, I Come just want to say wig. that, I don't want to deflect, because that's That what, was
1: a deflection. That was a very... Yeah,
2: we, you, women love to be like, well, what about y'all men? So I'll, I'll stay on that, but I just want to just throw a little shade to y'all. So y'all know, be wearing them wigs. The, the the main liars. But guys want, see, when it comes to height, it's like inches, OK, mm-hmm. so you can get away with 5'10 instead of 5'9 or 5. Like if you not six feet, but you 5'11 and you can turn around and say I'm six feet. Nobody's really going to be able to tell whether somebody's six feet versus 5'11. But know we what I'm know 5'7
1: versus 5'9 with my eyeballs. I don't need a
2: measuring yes. stick. I understand that. But I'm taller than that. So I'm kind of like in the 5'11 no, lying range.
1: Five okay. <laughs> no, the lying
2: range. The oh, lying range. The lying range. range. Not so the height you could range. get
1: away with five eleven, you're saying, and you think that a lady is not gonna be able to tell the difference. Eh,
2: you know, I'm not gonna say I'm five eleven, but I can see how a dude that's five eleven can lie about being six foot. Gotcha. you. So that's what I'm saying.
1: So, but my question if is: If you five
2: seven, you just five seven. It's, you ju- just you just, just five seven,
1: and people are gonna see you. That's why I didn't get like right. I'm gonna see you one day. So why are you lying? Mm-hmm. But okay, the wig thing not the same because you can see the wig on my head. You I can't mm-hmm. lie. I'm not right. lying about having a wig.
2: Well, y'all be lying. Like, is it y'all hair? So do people do
1: that? Some... I feel like wigs and weaves are just so common now that people lie about it being their hair. I mean, that's well,
2: silly. the lie is the. Walking up with the wig on,
1: now, sir, what? how is that a lie? What do you mean? It's not a lie until she says this is my
2: hair. Okay, you know me. If I would have walked in here with a with a full uh Rick Ross beard, what you, what would you, what would you have said? I'm just walking. in I wouldn't with have my said anything. Rick I Ross would beard.
1: have laughed so hard <laughs> and so loud it would have probably. I'm just saying it would have probably made you feel bad
2: but would it be that's not lie. the same
1: though cause you're a man and these men these uh, what are they called Migs Meves Man Wigs Man wait, Weaves. Wait, wait, wait 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 I just made that up but y'all are getting outrageous too y'all are getting height surgery would you ever get the height surgery I don't know how it works but would you get that
2: Height surgery.
1: Make yourself a little
2: taller. I'd be like six four. Yeah, like, like sign me up for the height surgery. How much it costs? I, wow. Like, yeah, I, I I'd be like six four.
1: Ladies, it's getting dangerous out here in these streets. Okay. I would okay? actually
2: be six four. I wouldn't be lying about six four. You're y'all not, be lying li- about y'all hair.
1: So if I got a BBL, would I be lying, or would you obviously be able to tell I have a BBL? Well, it's if like my it-
2: legs actually start giving out after <laughs> I have height surgery and I can't walk no more. Then is a problem because the girl with the BBL surgery, when she gets old, she's gonna be gonna sitting off. on like two bags of yeah. sugar. Yeah, like, you know, so yeah, yeah. you know how it's, sugar be hard when you first pick it up in the grocery store. Not, yeah, yeah. So. You
1: know, side note, what's gonna happen to these ladies with the BBLs?
2: They're gonna grow in ten old. years.
1: What's gonna happen to the? I'm not even talking about how it's gonna look. I'm literally. Talking about, like, health-wise, that's something scary
2: I think about often. And that's the thing that we men see. See, Y'all we, don't care, though. No, 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 no. We're smashed. But we ain't marrying no chick with no BBL. And that's the thing. We have forward thinking. We look at a woman and say, hmm, is she going to be fat in another 5, 10 years? Is she going to be like this in another 5, 10 years? How is she going to look after she spit a baby out? Like, we look at a woman and say, how is she going to look? in the next 5-10 years. So because is that a
1: deal breaker? Yeah. If she's like, I've heard people say like, you one biscuit away from being... Yeah, it's a wrap. That's a deal breaker.
2: You know how they do on um, uh, Shark Tank? They don't just look at what the actual company is now. They look at what is the projection of the company mm-hmm. in the next 5-10 years. And if you can't say that, I'm out. So the same thing with us men. We out. You're out of here. Yeah, what no is a woman going to gonna look like in the next 5-10 years? You oh, gonna right. commit to y'all or y'all gonna turn around and change like uh like it, I mean no. if you had
1: a well, I don't know how to be let me get off the subject before they really cancel me. <laughs> Are you not worried about cancel culture? I wanted to ask you that because you if y'all have not seen his page, his Facebook page, <laughs> you talk about some pretty controversial topics, which again is why I was scared to have this conversation. Mm-hmm. Are you not worried about cancel culture?
2: No, because can't nobody cancel me. Women don't run nothing. Mm. Really? We don't run nothing? No. And that and that's the facade that is y'all's lives. Y'all think y'all running. I'm a cancer. You can't do nothing. Like, no. So, because in my opinion, cancel culture is black uh, Twitter. And black Twitter Facts. is comprised of women, Black women. Black women. And y'all start, oh, you hear about that? And you start posting all this other stuff or whatever.
1: So, So does that, so, okay, not even being canceled, like you're worried about you're not going to have platform, people won't listen anymore, more so like the comments. How do you feel about the comments? Does that like amp you up, like I'm about to go make another video, or do you be like, dang, why she had to say that?
2: Well, this is the way I look at the comments. To a certain degree, I understand that people comment in order to feel good about themselves see like i was on another uh show that was like huge right i don't want to say personal show, but i can't if you want to this
1: show is huge what are you trying no, no, to say no
2: i'm just saying Shay? but it was like they have a million subscribers and uh-huh. all that stuff all right, they're a little and the women were just going in right mm-hmm. and she actually taught me that like yo it's not about them they're just trying to be seen, be heard, right? So somebody will say something about a person's nose or he's this or he's that or who is this guy? Here comes another person coming in and saying, yeah, he got a big head. or he, And it's like people are kind of like, so the first comment is one way, they try to up that next comment. And now the comments are competing with each other. Mm-hmm. So my understanding of just this psychological mm-hmm. psychological. People are just simply trying to up each other in the comments, trying to get attention from either other commenters or the person that they're commenting on. Do you
1: give them attention? Or the
2: host? Do not you anymore. ever respond?
1: You, you used to respond.
2: Yeah, I used to respond.
1: I be wanting to respond. Why? I have to pray about it. And
2: that's I'm the thing. I'm not there
1: yet. I'm not.
2: You I got... take them personal? Mm, yeah. This is their lives just being projected in writing. This is how they I'm feel sensitive. about themselves.
1: I'm I'm a sensitive person,
2: and it's okay about that. It's, it's okay.
1: So what did you tell yourself to not care anymore? Because you say you used to comment. So then what changed?
2: Um, what actually changed? I started realizing the bigger I got, the more comments I would have to comment on. It just on. comes with it. Yeah. yeah. So it's like the bigger you get, you can't be, you know, because I would actually comment just for fun. You know, I might clap back a little bit. You know, but at, when you start getting busy. And the comments are like, this many versus this many.
1: You don't have time for all that. You don't
2: that. have time for it. So right. it didn't hurt me then and it doesn't hurt me now because at the end of the day, I look at the commenters as they're just trying to be seen and heard. And that's really all it is. I be
1: seeing them and I be hearing them. <laughs> and I be mad. But okay, I'm going to move on. I'm too busy to play with y'all. There you go. What are your thoughts on Kevin Samuels? May he rest in peace.
2: Okay, first... He is one of the reasons why I got on YouTube. Really? Yeah. Like, are was... you
1: watching him like way back before he was like a uh-uh. viral thing? Okay. Uh-uh. So I you was... just got on YouTube?
2: I just got on YouTube two years ago.
1: Okay. Okay.
2: I literally looked at YouTube as how to fix a sink and how to fix a <laughs> toilet and how to change a, a spark plug. Or... Yeah. I literally didn't even know anything about it. So I was on Instagram, right? And speaking of cancel culture, my Instagram got deleted.
1: What you was posting? Last year. I don't know. Somebody
2: reported you. Yeah, it is what it is. So with all that being said, I was on YouTube, right? So before my Instagram got deleted, I was just doing Instagram and all this other stuff, Facebook. And then somebody sent me Instagram, I mean, um, um, Kevin Samuels stuff, right? And I was more impressed with him being able to talk for like two hours without stopping. I wasn't really thinking about what he was saying. I was looking at... Like, like the show style. The one. show, mm-hmm. the style of the show. So I never really cared about what he was saying because in, in a way, I can understand what he's saying. I don't agree with a lot of stuff that he's saying.
1: Really? What's something you disagree with?
2: Well, Kevin Samuels be going off the tracks. He does. And you just did. be like, wait, what? You know what I'm saying? Because it was one thing he said, something about uh, women, uh, they're going to get bored with you. But if you cheat she's going to stay with you. And I'm like, what? So, and I know I'm not against Kevin Samuels, but it's certain things that he would say. And I'm like, what in the world is this dude talking about?
1: Where's he going with this? It went right. left a lot. Yeah. yeah.
2: It went left, but he had a a base, mm-hmm. a foundation that was superb. Mm-hmm. You know, and what he said, like the sign language, the I don't even know what it is, but that was be- beautiful how he broke that down and how the women in the comments be using the sign language So he had a lot of teachable moments. But, yeah, he went off the rails a little bit. So I was like, all right, I can't 100% just lock in with Kevin Samuel.
1: So a couple of specific things, like some of his, like, core philosophies. One of the things that he talked about often was, like, the danger zone. You know, his little Mm -hmm. danger zone. his little little sound effects did used to be funny okay Uh but this danger zone I don't remember the specific age but maybe it's like 25 you know once you turn 25 or once you turn Mm -hmm. 30 now you're in the danger zone Mm -hmm. and in my opinion I didn't I, I understood what he was saying But he would kind of make it seem like you just better take what you can get if you're of this age. What is your thoughts on like dating as an older woman? Because a lot of my audience is, you know, 30 plus. Mm -hmm. They are starting. They're still in their single season. They're starting to lose faith. They're seeing, you know, social media and hearing all the rhetoric and feeling bad about themselves. What's your advice or thoughts on dating after 30?
2: So I want to say something to add to the danger zone thing because he has danger zone and I can understand where it's coming from. Mm-hmm. I don't really look at it as an age thing. The, old, the older you are as a woman, the less desirable you actually are. But what? When it comes to childbearing and all the other stuff, it, it's just life. Okay. But coming from me, somebody who doesn't want more, more kids, I got grown kids. You got grown kids? Yeah, my kids grown. So How old are your kids? Twenty four and twenty six, for real. Twenty three and twenty, yeah, they're four years apart. Yeah. Okay, something like that. Yeah, something so like that. They old when real your daddy kid,
1: style. We don't know, ain't about when your kids
2: get old. You forget. You forget your own uh, your own age. That's true. So I ain't about, I don't care about that. So age.
1: you're not dating looking for a woman that can have children.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm looking for a woman that has a kid, has kids already, and we could just build a family together. And, and you know, I don't want to make no more kids. So with all that being said, I personally don't see things as a danger zone, but I can understand how other people are saying. Mm -hmm. So Kevin Samuel saying this, it was a little weird because he is older than me and I'm sure he didn't want no more kids. So why are you saying all this danger zone zone stuff? But I want to add something that will actually be helpful to women younger and older, but you got to be ready for it because it's going to it's going to jolt you. So you ready?
1: Look in that camera and tell them what you want to say. Take it off of me in case I'm not ready for it.
2: Women are children.
1: Put it back on me. What?
2: Women are children. And this is how it can help you. Versus the danger zone thing kind of hindering you or making you feel like, you know, I don't, my life is over. So I don't believe in the danger zone stuff because you hear about this danger zone stuff, you start feeling like I don't have nothing to live for. But the women are children philosophy, it is actually helpful. So this is the reason why it's helpful. Once you understand that you as a woman don't run nothing.
1: Nope. No. no, 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 Now. Wait a minute. Now.
2: Because one of the reasons why, and I want you to think about this, one of the reasons why these women are where they are, using Kevin Samuel's words, not mine, the danger zone, and you're 35 and still ain't got no man, is because your attitude. You think you are whatever, and you, as a woman, aren't. Whatever it is you think you are, you aren't. You
1: are not that. Whatever it is, you are not that. Yeah,
2: because it's a a disposition. And what is going on in your life is, once you start with this, I'm independent, I don't need no man, or... uh, uh, a man going to have to bow down to me or we women are smarter than men. Whatever it is that you want to choose, just what I'm saying, these, all, all these different philosophies that are dysfunctional, mm-hmm. women or children, you have to stick to it because you are this, this dominant woman. But if you were to stop for a second and say, you know what? I am a child. I've been acting like a child for the last 10 years. And it hasn't gotten me anywhere. So, with all that being said, I'm gonna embrace this thought process of me being a child, and I need a man. I need somebody to come in and fix my life. See, see the look. See that look? Because men are
1: out here saving women, fixing lives. We want to
2: save you, but y'all don't want to be saved. Who said that first? They don't want to be saved. Was
1: that Project Pat?
2: Don't no. No. Her. Who was no. it? Oh. Um, freaking, uh, Goddamn, I forgot his name. See? But who was Project it? Project Pat said it second. Oh, all right. Uh, he did um, say it though. I was right. But yeah, about yeah, that. yeah. Okay. He was right. So the bottom line is we want to come save you. We want to take care of you. We want to have authority over you.
1: What kind of authority do you want to have over us?
2: We're protectors Sir, and providers.
1: king, master, you want us to bow down? No. Authority over
2: you. Provider. You are, he is uh, hold on, not hold on. choosing his words wisely. It, wait, no. Isn't a police officer you an are authority children,
1: figure? You are children. Yes. And a man needs to come have authority
2: over yes. you. Yes. Do you realize how crappy a lot of women's lives, they've made them their own lives? No, I don't.
1: I don't realize how, how I think that. There might be an area that they're lacking in. They want love. Mm-hmm. They want relationships. But and I
2: think if
1: we look at statistics, I don't think women are just out here like living their worst lives ever. I think I'm that they're just it. missing a part that they that yeah. they want.
2: But what I'm saying you is... You said, do
1: y'all know how bad you made your own life? Yes. What, what you just said.
2: Yes. Women have made their Statistically, lives... Statistically,
1: women, black women, exponentially are, doing, worse than, are yeah. doing much better and in much than better what? positions... Than black men. And I'm an advocate for black men, so don't cancel me because I love my black men. But statistically speaking, they doing we're not living, we're starting more businesses, we're getting more degrees, we're making money. Like we're doing all the things.
2: Y'all are, I don't, and this is not my intention. Y'all already know what I'm oh, about to he's say. Gonna say something bad. This is not my intention. Oh. But I'm just letting you know women are children, and this is the reason why. All this stuff that you just said, Coriel, black women and it's not meant to make you feel bad. I'm meant I'm saying this when to you let you that, know.
1: To make you feel bad.
2: What is actually going on and how you're in the way of yourself. <sighs> Black women are the most evicted in the entire United States. So all y'all with all that, I'm independent, I don't need no man, we're the smartest. No. It's not
1: working.
0: And here's the best part. Your insurance may cover 100% of the cost of your medication. So go to TryLifeMD.com to have your eligibility checked right now. Get started today at TryLifeMD.com. That's T-R-Y-L-I-F-E-M-D.com.
1: Well, let me, speaking of of eviction, I saw one of your videos, Mr. Let Go. Mm -hmm. And a lady was getting evicted. You told her to, like, ask for money on TikTok or something.
2: No, I said instead of, because here's what was going on. The woman literally had a paper that was on her door, Mm -hmm. sitting in her house, Mm -hmm. doing TikTok videos, complaining about being a victim. Uh, They trying to evict me. I can't believe they're doing this. So I'm sitting here like, okay, this is a child, as an example. The thing is on your door. Don't Mm -hmm. you think you need to figure out how you're going to get some money? Get your Mm -hmm. butt off of TikTok and figure this out. But... If you did want to get on TikTok, how about this is something that most women can't do. <laughs> They're unable to do, incapable of doing. Ask for help. If you got a great TikTok following, say, hey, this is Everybody what's going on in my life. Here's my cash app. Help me. And that's what uh, 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 Kevin Hart said. Help me. Ladies. Ladies. Be like Kevin Hart and say, help me. Why is it so hard for y'all to say little stuff like that? It's just two words. Say, help me. Y'all getting evicted left and right because y'all refuse to say, help me. And that's why I say women are children because they are too bold and too arrogant to say things like, help me.
1: So it's kind of hard to be bold and say things like, help me, when you also say it. When a man is dating a woman, I, I, I got it right here in mm-hmm. quotes. When a man is dating a woman, he doesn't owe her anything. So you want me to know that you don't owe me anything. You want to have authority over me. You want me to understand that I am a child. But then you also want me to ask for help. That math ain't mathing to me.
2: Do children ask for help?
1: As a parent, do I owe my child something?
2: Do children ask for help?
1: As someone with authority, you can't have it both ways, though. You don't owe me nothing, but you want to have authority over me?
2: Do children ask their authority figure for help? Sometimes. Do women ask anybody for help Sometimes. In no. They don't ask nobody for help. Virtually every black woman on the planet is going to have the same story. You know what? I don't ask nobody for nothing because I asked somebody one time in uh, 1992, and they said no. So because of that, I ain't asking nobody for nothing.
1: Tell me what you mean by when a man is dating a woman, he don't owe her anything. Because if I'm dating you My
2: presence is going should, to change your entire life. This
1: is a whole this is a whole thing right now. If you're dating someone, why should you have to ask for help? If you see me struggling, why aren't you offering your help? Why aren't you volunteering? Okay. You want authority over me. I get but it but you also want me to beg for things.
2: No, see, that's what I'm saying. Ain't nobody said nothing about begging. It sounds help
1: help me. <laughs> Be like Kevin Hart, please, <laughs> sir. That's what it sounded like to me. That was my interpretation.
2: All I'm saying is when you view, because a lot of y'all run around dating your sons, not your own sons, but dating dudes and you mommying the dudes. And next thing you know, you run around feeling good about yourself because you're dominant over the man that you're dating and he's actually your son in a way and he can't help you. And that's one of the reasons why y'all don't think y'all can ask for help. Because every dude you date is somewhat of a loser or <laughs> or uh, younger than you or some type of childish dude that's running around, still out in the streets or whatever, selling drugs or whatever. And you looking at him and you looking at...
1: If he's selling drugs, he should definitely be able to help you.
2: But I'm just For saying. For sure. So you looking at men as a whole like, man, these men can't help me. These men are this and me, these men are that, right? Because you choosing crappy men. So now you're literally confirming your own way of thinking about men by dating loser men in order to make you feel better about yourself. But if you stop for a second and look at yourself as a child and say, I need an authority figure, it's a psychological (sighs) thing. If you look at yourself as a child, the type of man you date is going to be different because you're going to be like, can he... Save me, protect me, love me. See, y'all don't understand what love really means. Love ain't just a holding hands love is protection. Love is protection. And y'all look at all the sex and, and all this other stuff. No. Is he tall? That ain't got nothing to do with no love. He mad because he 5'7". seven. I'm not 5'7", Don't be five mad. Seven, don't be first mad. of all. <laughs> don't be telling me. <laughs> but my whole thing is, it's a mindset. I need our black women to understand
1: that they are children. What else they need to understand?
2: Help, and they need a man. I
1: I think that I'm a pretty open-minded person, but I can't. I'm not. I'm not gonna be able to get with the children thing. I just so we let's just move on. Let's just move on. Let's just move on. Real quick, going back
2: to your commenters. Okay, aren't they mostly women?
1: I mean, most of my audience
2: is women. I get it, but the commenters saying all this mean stuff. If you if, if you if you were are to look a at man the
1: commenting on social media being catty, then I get d- 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 it. But all I'm
2: saying is, so are don't you think to a certain degree they are acting like children? So now looking at your commenters, just one last example. I'm trying to help the ladies. If y'all that don't want that, is not it, helpful.
1: I know listen, you said that that's helpful. <laughs>
2: watch this. Watch this. Two examples, real quick. Just real quick. One, women are children, right? So when you look at your commenters, oh, I don't like your face, or I don't like your nose, and like your, your hair is this and that. If you look at the women in the comments as children, no more stress. Because you look, look at these little children. Look at them whining in, in, in the comments. You no longer feel like there's, there's an issue because the reason why you feel offended by what they're saying, mm-hmm. because they're on your level. If you look at them as children, you no longer feel stressed out by all the comments. Okay, these now commenters. that's actually helpful. One other one, other one that, that can help. Look at your mother as a child. <laughs> Now a lot of black women have a lot of mama trauma, right? Now we can have five on that one. Right. So, instead of looking at your mom as this Jesus-like figure that mm-hmm. you can never talk to mm-hmm. or talk back to, look at your mom as your grandmother's child that you are watching. You take this little girl, this little arrogant narcissistic little girl and send her take her back to her freaking mama. She is not your responsibility. A lot of you ladies, y'all look at y'all moms as one, this Jesus figure that you can't say nothing to, but then you still, you got to turn around and be their mother. Now,
1: that's so
2: true. So if you look at women are children and you look at your mom mm-hmm. like a child instead of your mother, this dominant person over your life, she turn around. Ooh, girl, I think you're getting fat. You need to do this. you doing this. about You need to do that. Why you buy that car? You don't look at me like, you you don't sit your little butt down, you little child. Are you saying
1: that men don't look at their mothers like that? What do you mean? I think that men definitely hold their mother in that same regard
2: that women do. Yes, but we aren't affected like y'all are affected. They actually, our, not saying anything about my my mom in particular. So I I love to say our and we. So our uh, narcissistic mothers actually help us. Your narcissistic mothers hurt you. How how so? Please explain. Well, if you just look at any situation how men are able to manipulate women and get whatever they want to do get or whatever, you know, it could be the baddest woman. We still can sleep with her in two days. You know what I'm saying? And you just like, God, how? You know? Well, we grew up seeing a narcissistic woman for the last sixteen to eighteen years. So we get practice dealing with or getting what we want from our mothers you know and certain so she things helps work. you but
1: not in a healthy way
2: you can say that i but will say she, that she hurts you in all unhealthy ways
1: facts i will listen i will i got mom issues most of us do i will not argue yeah. with that. i will not argue. so with we that. have
2: mom issues but it's usually in some type of positive traumatizing way You know, dude is a whole loser because his mom babied him. That
1: is not positive, though. I mean, I get what you're saying, but that is not positive. Y'all get hate.
2: We get love. That's facts. And that's what I'm saying.
1: Y'all need to do better. Y'all traumatizing people out here. So speaking of the example that you just mentioned, you can Mm -hmm. get with the bad and sleep with her in two days. Mm -hmm. Let's say that happens. Mm -hmm. You sleep with the woman in two days. Mm -hmm. Where do you categorize her in your mind after those two days, after you've conquered her?
2: Well, I'm glad you said the word conquered her. Anything worth having is worth working for, earning, or waiting for. So if I don't smash the chick in two days of me knowing her, and I ain't known her from Adam two days prior, it's a wrap. Mm. I just smashed and I conquered her. But... Lady, that- stop letting random men conquer you. Thank this you. This is nasty.
1: So- Soundbite. Yeah. But... Most men mm-hmm. are not gonna never talk to the lady again. Y'all not gonna go ghost after those two days. Y'all gonna hang oh, no, around gonna with her, smashing. waste their time.
2: So why I, in I, the world will we like you? You don't you climbed up on the top of the mountain. You want to hang out up there. You want to stick the little flag up there. You know, do a little dance. You know, get on Instagram or you know what I'm saying. Like we ain't gonna just climb up this mountain, conquer the mountain. And just if go back down? If it was two down? days,
1: it was not that long of a, or hard of a climb. It wasn't that... So, so my point is, one of the one of the men are from Mars, women are from Venus things that I feel like is a major disconnect. And I always like to reference the fact that I've always had homeboys. I've mm-hmm. always been the homegirl. I got a daddy. You know, I was a daddy's Ooh, girl. you got a think, daddy. Which I think, you know, has definitely done me some mm-hmm. good over the years. But one of the major disconnects that I see is women will be liking you. Now, two days, that's a little let's just say let's just say two weeks okay I can't get with the two days let's just say two weeks that's very short too but let's just say two weeks we've been hanging out every single day Mm -hmm. we've been talking on the phone FaceTime and doing all the things all day long for two weeks I'm really feeling you right If you try me at the end of those two weeks, you could know that you're trying me because you want to see, like, is she going to let me smash? What type Mm -hmm. of woman is she really? And you're testing her in a woman's mind. A lot of times it's like, well, I really like him. I don't want to disappoint him. I don't want to not sleep with him. And then he doesn't talk to me anymore how do we like how what should women be thinking like I'm gonna stand firm and make him wait and I mean I know that that's the case but how can we repair that disconnect how is it not
2: okay so one let's let's look at the people pleasing part that you just said Mm because that's important that's
1: exactly what that is
2: sleeping with a man early has nothing to do with us it has a lot to do with your mother because a lot of y'all are people pleasers because of what your mother has done to you And you look at if I do this, do that, do this and do that like you did with your mom. She made you her little slave. And now you run around being our little sex slaves, thinking that you'll get everything that you want, love and validation or attention. If you give us sex, that is not what sex is for. Sex is literally you're letting us in, but you don't let us in here. And that right there tells us, as men, you're not marriageable. Mm. So, are you gonna let us in, or are you not gonna let us in? You know. So a lot of you ladies let a man in, you know, between your legs, but you're not vulnerable. You don't ask for help. You know, you don't have a uh, uh, real deep conversations with a man. Y'all just hold hands, having fun, liking each other. The next thing you know, y'all having sex. And if he starts, just. Finding out how far he can get with you know in a good way, mm-hmm. just emotionally. And if you start closing off, because a lot of you ladies are emotionally unavailable due mm-hmm. to what you went through in your childhood or That's your ex That's the emotional
1: attachment thing.
2: That's the emotional attachment thing, right. So your attachment style is most likely avoidant, and we can smell it on you. Women that are avoidant, we, we can smell it. So you letting us smash, but you're avoidant we like, oh, okay, I, know, I already know what to do. I've put you in this category. i put you in this category. So it's not about when we have sex with you. It's about how the relationship, like, blossoms within. It's not even whether you do it or not. If you want to sleep with a man in in a, in a few days, it depends on what happened in the, in the, you know. In those few days. Then a relationship start. Like, me and you, cool, we got a relationship. Like, we all have relationships with people. Mm-hmm. But women don't trust anybody. They don't trust other women. They don't trust men. And we know this. So if you don't trust me, but you let me still smash, I don't want to be with you.
1: Interesting.
2: Learn to, like, show me some type of. But I do want to sleep of,
1: with you. I'm not going to turn that down.
2: I'm just saying. That's what I'm saying. So show me some type of openness, some type of vulnerability. You want us to cry or something? No, just open this.
1: Asking for help. What does that look like? What does the openness look like? Because okay. I do agree that mm-hmm. there are a lot of women who, no fault of our own, mm-hmm. have been raised by these black mothers mm-hmm. to be independent, be self sufficient, mm-hmm. have it all, never need a man, all of the things right. for 30 plus years. Right. So then it's a challenge. Mm-hmm. Even for myself, who has a great man that is willing to help. And I'd be like, baby, I need help in life. I don't mind saying it. I, Here we go. Help me. Please help me. Help me. I don't mind saying it. But what does that look like when you're not in a relationship? Because I, I feel like when you know this is your person, we're committed to each other. Mm-hmm. I shouldn't have a problem asking for help. You going to help me? I'm going to help you. But right. in the dating phase, what are some things that these strong, black, independent women can do or say or show you mm-hmm. that shows that they're open or emotionally available? Being a child. Oh.
2: It goes back to everything we talked about. Women be hey, wearing all these wigs and doing all this it. stuff. They're they're the Wigs
1: line, are a problem with this. They're a
2: everything women do, it's it's a way to make them look like they're ready for the world. All of it. It's the whole facade. So it's not just wigs, it's the attitude, it's the independence. It's I'm glad I
1: don't have a wig on today, y'all. Let me just, let me just say. <laughs> I'm glad I ain't wearing no wig up in here today. But it's all
2: dysfunctional, and it comes from mama trauma. Your, your mom sat you up and said, you need to make me look good. You need to make me look like a good mother. You need to get good grades. You need to uh, uh just look nappy hair. Remember, pull it on your head. You sitting up crying. Ah, stop crying. You ain't going to have me looking bad out here. Your little nappy hair. Your mom made you feel the way you feel. And now because of all this image stuff that your mom portrayed because you as a child needed to make her look good as an adult because her life is trash. So now you're living your life as this slave that just left the plantation and the plantation was your, your household.
1: Well help the slaves what can they do now at be this point? Be
2: the little girl that you always wanted to be so when I say women are children it's not meant to make women feel bad it's meant to, em- to help you embrace the little girl in you that you never had the opportunity to be when you were little like you Michael Jackson. say that that is helpful That is helpful, what you just said.
1: You should be the little girl that you never had to. Whole bunch of female Michael Jacksons out here. That will go over, Jesus help me. That will go over (laughs) so much better than saying embrace the fact that you're a child. Like Just that little word change, because I do agree with Mm Pretty much everything. My mom ain't mm-hmm. called me never but pretty much everything you yeah. said about the mommy issues and the fact that that is like in us, I agree, the, yeah. I agree with all of that. All of that, I agree with all that. But when you wrap it up in you are a child, it,
2: just, it yeah. just see women are having sex with us out of fear that we're gonna leave. Facts, and that's the people pleasing that comes from mom. Mm-hmm. So when it comes to whether you have sex or not, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Like it's it makes no sense. Because the bottom line is, one, we already smashing somebody else, or Facts. we're smashing somebody else. And we're gonna get the get the sex from you anyway. So what difference does it make? Whether we getting it now, like stop playing. But the thing about it is, we want more than just sex. We want to learn more about you. We want to see you.
1: So that's the way it was a real roundabout way. You answered my question, but that's the way that we can show that we're more open. Yes.
2: Allow By yourself allowing to be seen. Allowing men to
1: know, know things about us being vulnerable, mm-hmm. yeah, sharing.
2: Yeah. 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 And okay. I'm not saying just crying from a dude and I'm not just saying, Hey, uh, I need some money. I'm saying you said
1: ask for help. Now
2: asking for help is, is it, I need some Hey, money. I got a question. Uh, can you tell if my tires are low? Okay. The first time I was around my girl, this second time I was around my girl, I got out her car because I, I I went out to see her. Mm-hmm. Right? So I drove her car. But The second
1: time? I don't know.
2: What y'all got going on? You what? drove her car the second time? I'm 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 finna drive whoever's. Oh, y'all car.
1: together and you drove her. Yeah, I'm not oh, okay. I'm not letting no woman drive, drive okay. me around. So we was Forget in her said. car,
2: but I'm driving her car. Gotcha. You. you know, so I get out of the car and I was like, you know what? Let me let me check the tires. I'm like, yo, you need some tires in the front. I'm going to buy you some tires. I
1: was about to say, did you tell her she needed tires? Or did no. you say, I'm going to take care of this because those are two no, I different things? No, the tires
2: the same day. Okay. And I taught her how to buy tires.
1: So you'll just be talking all this trash on the internet, but you out here really doing right by these ladies.
2: Yeah, I'm, I'm a great, I'm a y- amazing man. Y'all don't believe man. what
1: you see on Instagram because it's full of lies. I've saying women
2: are children, they get mad at me.
1: We will get mad at you, but if you say what you just said about embracing the little girl that you never got to be, that's a that's saying the same thing, but it's a totally different way of saying it. I'm not going to say that. You're not going to, because I know you just want to be, you know.
2: Right, because I'm just saying.
1: Let's have some fun, guys. We're going to okay. play a little round of pull your card, okay? okay. This is the trivia deck. I'm going to let you pick your poison. Go ahead and choose three cards.
2: Oh, three cards.
1: Three cards. Don't look at them. Just sit it down Mm
2: -hmm. you was hiding this one I wasn't no
1: it's nothing okay so we need some time on the clock one day I'm gonna have some sound effects like Kevin said he had those sound effects though he had them (laughs) a lot All right. oh this one is real easy we'll do that one last oh this one's easy too you pick all easy ones okay here's the question where is Bruno Mars's condo I don't know what in the world nothing you got nothing you got nothing. Oh no, no, no. Bruno Mars. You got nothing. All right. You'll get this one. LA. Very much wrong. Okay. <laughs> How long did Keith Sweat want to make it last?
2: Forever. Okay,
1: he got one. One out of two, okay. This one is very easy to Oh, Bruno Mars
2: condo. Okay. Got
1: you it. got it now?
2: I still don't got it, but I understand. But what you get what yeah. I was
1: going. Okay. Um, what was Usher doing on Friday at seven o'clock?
2: Seven o'clock on the dot. I'm in my drop top, cruising the streets. Y'all
1: two out of three, ain't hey man, two out of three, man. Okay, y'all know it's fun, right? Grab your deck, pull your car, play the game.
2: Some freaking Bruno you are Mars. Out here,
1: Manhattan got a condo in Manhattan. Baby girl, what's happening? To you Bruno have heard Mars? the song, but you've heard the song. Who listens to Bruno have Mars? Have you heard that song before? I'm from the hood. Have you heard that song? No. He's heard it. He's lying. Okay, listen. You're out here coaching women. Mm-hmm. Brace yourself. You know, put, lay your edges down because he's going to snatch them. Take your wig off if you want some coaching from this man. But let the people know. Look right in that camera and tell them where they can connect with you, how they can sign up for coaching. Okay. <laughs> 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 I just can't imagine. I just can't imagine. Tell them right here. Let them know your social media so they can see all the craziness you be talking on these internet streets.
2: Okay, so the first or the easiest place to find my content is on YouTube, Mr. Let Go, M-R-L-E-T-G-O. I'm one of the biggest dudes on on the entire YouTube. These other dudes, forget them. I'm one of the biggest dudes. So Mr. Let Go on YouTube. But on Instagram is I am underscore Mr. Let Go, M-R-L-E-T-G-O. M-R-L-E-T-G-O and my other Instagram got deleted, so I had to make up some goofy stuff. So it is what it is. But you can send me a DM if you if you have any questions about that uh, on Instagram and on my Facebook, that is also Mr. Let Go, M-R-L-E-T-G-O. And with my coaching group, is in the bios, is 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 everywhere. whether it's on YouTube or Instagram or whatever. And the main thing I do as far as my coaching group does, one, I teach women how to deal with, cohabitate with, because we're in this group is a cohabitation, right? How to cohabitate with online, of course, not in the house, with a masculine man. I'm going to trigger you, not on purpose, but just my masculinity. You're going to be like, wait, what? Uh, What did he just say? And next thing you know, you're like, okay. Calm down. And if you can deal with me, you'll finally, for the first time in your entire life.
1: In your raggedy little life. In your little
2: raggedy little life. You'll finally be able to attract a masculine apex man instead of the losers that y'all have been used to dealing with or the little sons that y'all are used to mommying. Because if you can deal with me, you can deal with any apex male. And there's more. I will actually sit down with your new man and find out whether he's a loser or not. Free of charge.
1: Free of charge. Well, now, If you're in my coaching group. You know. Hey, ladies. You know, everybody got their own style. Some people need the drill sergeant. Some people need to be talking bad to them to get on to move. Whatever. I well, talk bad to pe- talk- He going to talk bad to you now, ladies. He going to talk bad to you. But if you can <laughs> handle it, you'll probably be able to handle anything. Y'all. Share this episode with a friend, okay? Like, comment, but don't kill me in the comments. These were not my views. I was just asking the questions. That's your boy. Find him at Mr. Let Go. Thank y'all for tuning in. I'll see you next week. Hey, I hope you enjoyed that video. This channel is all about encouraging you to stop playing with your potential and start working for what you want in life and in love. So make sure you hit that subscribe button so that you'll be notified when the next video drops and comment below and let me know what you want to see on the next video. Peace out.